0: Hey friends, you're listening to Hotel Vicarious, a podcast where two friends talk about all their favorite TV shows and movies. This week, we are talking about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage.
1: We're back! Hello! Hello. Look at this. It's weird. A non-Ted Lasso week. I know. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of strange.
0: I a feel sh- weird. A shift in the universe. It's so weird. And it's like we decided to go from <laughs> easy, breezy, beautiful Ted Lasso to... Yeah. That shit, insane, Venom. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh my gosh, yes. So for anyone who wasn't listening last week, we have finished up our season of Ted Lasso, um, which was really fun and we enjoyed every amazing minute of it. And we are going to be reviewing, talking about, just diving into the wackiness of Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage. Starring Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy's voice, and Woody Harrelson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're going big.
0: We're going to talk about everything, everything about Venom because you know the first one was a whirlwind like truly did not expect to enjoy it as much as i did oh yeah cuz it's not good it ain't great but no. it's also amazing at the same time like i don't know how two truths can be
1: it's yeah it's a
0: mind fuck for sure
1: i was really into tom hardy when that movie came out so like i was able to forgive and forget a lot <laughs>
0: a lot <laughs> um... <laughs> i I mean you gotta give it to him. It doesn't matter what role it is, he's gonna give it its his all. Even if that means climbing into a lobster tank. Yeah. And 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 eating I don't it's a lot. It's a lot. But I really appreciated it.
1: Yeah, no, he definitely is dedicated to his craft. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, the dude has gone through some weird, crazy changes for roles. You know, we think about like Bane, the movie where he played Charles Bronson, I think his name is. Charles Bronson. Yeah. And then just like some other ones that I don't know. I'm trying to, those are the two that come to mind when I think of like weird, crazy, like physical changes for him.
0: And there's also, what's his name in Peaky Blinders?
1: Oh yeah. In Peaky Blinders, Legendary, Legend? was it it's called legend legend where he plays twins and he has like something in his nose the whole time he had a baby bottle in his nose the whole time did you know that it was what? The, it was a cut off end of a baby bottle shoved in his nose to make his voice sound different because the guy I think had broken his nose or something and so he yeah I'm I'm telling you I read it somewhere it was like the end of a baby bottle cut and then put up his nose so he could still breathe but like it kind of changed the way he looked and it changed his voice and stuff dude is crazy i know he's
0: fucking- i mean i love him he's but bonkers that's crazy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh goodness okay so if you are listening and you have not seen venom 2
1: alert and you don't want to be spoiled alert then please come back later yeah come back we want you to come back we really really do but if you haven't seen it please don't listen because we're going to spoil you.
0: Yeah, there's really no way for us to talk about this movie without spoiling every last second of it. Yeah. So we're warning you now. Yeah. Spoiler zone. But before we get into Venom, how was your week? You know, it, it's it been, you know, it's been okay. Yeah. It's been okay. You know what? It's been good. It's been, uh, work has been crazy, which is fine. Yeah. It's one of those things, you just have to have a job, I guess. Yeah, apparently. But I've been productive in more meaningful ways. I've been getting a lot of writing done. Awesome. We're doing some projects around the house. Good. And the newest season of You Dropped. Oh, yes. So I am two episodes in to my crazy uh, serial killing couple that I just
1: adore. (laughs) What about you, Jenny? Well, my entire family got sick. Thankfully, it's not COVID. Woo! Yeah. Phew. <laughs> Just like a super bad cold. And then my husband and I realized very quickly that we forgot how to be sick oh, God. with a cold. Yes. <laughs> because yeah. we have not been sick pretty much. Like, my husband has not been sick since before the pandemic, pretty much. And I think I maybe had a cold, like, for a couple of days last October. But, like, it's been a year since either of us yeah. have, like, been sick. And, like, it was... Not nice. Like, I was just (laughs) like what I don't like this like this is bad like I don't like having to blow my nose all the time like I am just my throat was so so it was terrible like we really did think like maybe kind of we had COVID but yeah the test cell came back negative and uh, no one has like really bad coughs so we're good um but yeah it was like it kind of demolished our week and our weekend we really just didn't do anything um I'm going on a trip this coming weekend so I'm really hoping that my voice and my Like, it just comes back to normal. Some of you may notice that you can actually tell Daria and I apart now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, I am very into the sexy smoker voice. My 90-year-old smoker voice. I love it.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so we haven't been doing too much, but we watched a lot of TV. I've been like watching Dark*, the PBS masterpiece theater with Aiden Turner. I had never seen it, and, and I had lots of friends like recommend it to me for like a long time ago, and um, so I was watching that. And it's, like, pretty entertaining. You know, I like, like, historical, like, period pieces. It's pretty white, but it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's no Bridgerton or anything. Yeah. And then Succession just started on Sunday. So we watched the season premiere of that. And, oh, I just love Roman Roy and all of his crazy fucking weirdness. I love him so much. Kieran Culkin. No.
0: I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god. I like, I, you it's know, so I, I, I tend to like not watch a show until it gets renewed for season two. And like obviously it's on season three so I've missed the boat entirely and I just keep putting it off thinking that I'll get to it and now it's like the best show ever made and I am, I, I'm intimidated. I have to like sit down and like start and watch No, it but you thing. have
1: to find like a time when, you should do it at Christmas when you have like a ton of time to just like sit and watch all the episodes at once because you are not gonna want to stop like you're not gonna stop but you might as well just like wait until you have a couple weeks off and just like mainline it like just do it but yeah I don't know there is something about Kieran Culkin he is just like embraced being like a short kind of weird looking hot boy (laughs) and I'm here for it
0: a short looking kind oh. of weird no i said a short
1: weird looking kind of hot boy i don't know he's <laughs> i like him i just like him
0: of course he's... no i think it's a great descriptor yeah that is like his his yeah you know on the casting sheet yeah short weird looking hot boy exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay this is our, this is it really Listeners, be warned. This is it. Yes. Venom. You've
0: already, you, you've heard our, our, our sweet little week in review, so yeah, you're not ready, turn exactly. us off start us right off. now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Venom. Let there be carnage.
0: All right. So, as a little brief reminder, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, Eddie Brock is still struggling to coexist with the shape-shifting extraterrestrial Venom when deranged serial killer Cletus Cassidy also becomes a host to an alien symbiote. Brock and Venom must put aside their differences to stop his reign of terror. And like, really, that's it. Nothing yes. else
1: happens. That was the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole movie, guys. That was the whole movie. It was. Uh, it was not a super deep movie. <laughs> There was not much more than that. There was not a ton of storylines.
0: No. It was pretty, pretty, like, simplistic. I think it happens over the course of, like, 72 hours, if that. Like, it it happens wicked fast.
1: It does, yeah.
0: And, like, I'm sure that there's some time cuts in terms of, like, just the the realism of, like, sending someone to, uh, you know, (laughs) get their final injection. But, like, (laughs) like man,
1: does it it yeah. happened really fast yeah i think maybe movie. maybe there was like a month in between there but like it was unclear <laughs> it was really unclear it depends how long does it take for mail to move in that I, city i don't know i guess it's i don't know what city was it i don't it in? know new york oh san francisco oh there okay so yes. how long does it take for mail male to go from, you know, a prison to a house in San Francisco? That's kind of how long it was, but we don't really know. Okay, guys.
0: Yeah, it, it <laughs> it's like a, a blink and you miss it kind of plot. Yeah. But I, I think, listen, Venom 1 was a little clunky. There was a lot of exposition. There were clearly things about that plot that didn't work. And the success of that movie definitely came from Tom Hardy and Venom and just the weird sort of relationship that they they have so the chemistry
1: that tom hardy had with himself yeah
0: so i think this one tom hardy was the co-writer on the script Mm -hmm. i think he just was like we're gonna give them all the weird shit and they're gonna love it and this is what we're gonna do and that's it and you know what he was right
1: yeah he was like this is an homage to all the people who love monster romance (laughs) novels i'm gonna keep it pg (laughs) which
0: is which is you know it's having a renaissance the the monster loving (laughs) we are really trying here to be um, we're trying we're trying PG. yeah it
1: was you know what yeah there was not a lot of plot the there were some parts i just did not understand and i was just (laughs) like why what what is happening okay sure fine okay but you know it's still really enjoyable (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. I laughed. So I So like, hard. Laughed very
0: hard. I I think my, like, overall sort of thoughts was, like, I, I think this one improved a lot on For sure. just having more Eddie and Venom together. Yeah. I think giving Anne? Yes. Yeah.
1: Woo! Anne,
0: yeah. I just yeah. think of her as, like, white Michelle Williams. They gave Anne, I think, a little bit more fun in this. Like, I think one of my favorite parts of this universe is Anne, like really digs venom?
1: Yeah. Like, she, likes... I think she likes him more than she likes Eddie.
0: Yeah. And like she's kind of di- <laughs> like that one scene where she has to like let venom hang out with her for a little bit. Oh, in the
1: co- which... in the like um convenience store and she's like yeah. talking to him. Yeah, that was funny. I liked that.
0: And then when she, like, gives him back to, to Eddie, she's like, oh, that's weird. I kind of liked it, though. But, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that that is, you know, what we get out of her. Because it's, yeah, God, we could get the whole typical tortured ex-lover, right. yada, yada, yada. But, like, this is way more fun.
1: For sure. And she had a much better wig.
0: Oh, god, it looked like her real hair this time. It might time, have been her not, real like,
1: hair. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed, man. Like Yeah, I know. It was oof. good. I liked, I really liked Michelle Williams in this. I thought she was funny. She has really good comedic timing. She's great. So yeah, it was really good. And then the guy who plays Dr. Dan, her boyfriend. Yes, he's great too. He is. I also just love that his name is Dan because <laughs> his name is Dan in Veep. And in my mind... This is just like some alternate universe to Veep where Dan ended up as a doctor because he has the same kind of like, he just is the same kind of person, but like kind of, I don't know. It was just very funny to me that he, I forgot from the first movie that his name was Dan. And so when they were like calling him Dan, I was like, Dan, his name is Dan. That's so funny. Yeah, it was really, I just thought it was hilarious.
0: No, I think it, I think the supporting characters in this movie are they just do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They are funny. They are yeah. a great kind of foil to, like, the main conflict. And mm-hmm. I, I think they're exactly what they need to be. Yeah. I will say Woody Harrelson could, like, read me the nutrition label off the side of a cereal box and I'll eat it up. Like, he is so funny and, and entertaining and just, he chews scenery like no one I've ever seen before. He
1: was... So funny. Coming from, like, Sony, they did a very good job of making him look young. Yes. Because, I don't know if you've seen Woody Harrelson lately, he doesn't look young. I mean, he looks good, but he does not look young, okay? And he looked young in this movie. I don't know what they did. Was it because he had hair? I don't know, but... I don't know. Something about him was so...
0: It was. It was different. And yeah, weird. he's a great redhead. I know. <laughs> kind of into it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think the one thing about this movie that was hard for me was Naomi Harris's shriek.
1: Yeah. I mean, again,
0: not the strongest plot in the world. No. So, you know, the little intro with them and taking her to Ravenscroft. I mean, we could have gotten more. M- maybe. I yeah. Or, like,
1: not at all. We could have done, like, something different. I don't know. It was fine. Like, it was fine. I know they were kind of building on this from the last movie, so it was kind of like we we knew it was coming. And, yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe we could have gone a little bit more, a little bit, you know, it was a very fast movie. Like, the movie so was fast. super short. Like, I, I found yeah. it was very, very short. Yeah, they probably could have filled that sort of part a little bit better. I never really felt bad for her. <laughs> you know? Like, no, I don't. Yeah, I definitely didn't feel bad for either of them. No, there wasn't even a lot to really, like, connect to that storyline. That's why it was kind of just, like, they're there, and they're the antagonists, and Eddie and Venom have to fight them. But I did love, there is this one part that I loved where Cletus is, like, he, it's when they're fighting, and he tells Eddie that (laughs) the story that Eddie wrote was shitty journalism because he didn't talk about how Cletus had been abused by his stepfather and his father and his grandmother or maybe it was his father I don't remember and I was like yeah that that is shitty journalism like Eddie like come on like what yeah the hell? I,
0: I will say the one thing I was missing from this Movie versus the first one is that Eddie definitely felt dumber. Like he kind of felt a little bit like a bozo to me in this one. Yeah, and I was like, but Eddie is a good journalist. Like there are facets of him that are quite capable. Right, and 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 I guess if I had a symbiote living in my body
1: for a period of time, for I'd sure. probably go
0: a little. You may be a little
1: distracted. You know. To, yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah, I I was. I'm glad we did get at least one little montage of Eddie, like, doing his due diligence and, like, going to St. Estes and, like, going to Ravencroft and all these things. But, Mm -hmm. damn, dude. Get it
1: together. Right. He gave you all the source material. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) But I did really love when Venom was like, just let me type. And then he starts, like, typing. with, And I was just like, oh, wow, Venom, I feel you in that moment. Because I have had that so many times when I'm just like, watching someone try to do something and i'm just like just let me do it just let me have that computer
0: <laughs> i will say one of my favorite parts is when he just keeps writing dick 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 dick, 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 dick,
1: dick. <laughs> yeah that is actually great i love that part yeah it was good and i love the whole little like interaction with the woman who owns the convenience store yes that was so funny like I so funny love I love them. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. to me, this was like a kind of like buddy cop, dysfunctional yes. roommates yeah. kind of movie. odd couple,
1: the odd couple kind of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That just happened to include a crazy, uh, murderous
1: extraterrestrial symbiote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah,
0: I really, really thought it was super, super fun. I, Love the like low key. I don't know. I thought having Venom and Eddie separate for a period of time was also really smart because it proves to Venom that like Eddie is his match. There yeah. is no other body that he can really live in for long periods of time that will yeah. keep him alive. I loved that. I also loved that we got that like 10 minute pride
1: so scene. Amazing. It was everything so great like i just loved it him just like you know it kind of reminded me of the scene from coach beard after dark or after hours (laughs) he's in that club you know they've got the glow sticks they've got the music i just it was quite great
0: It's really funny. It was, it was actually beautiful. I, I felt, I felt for Venom when they were like, nice costume, man. Like, you're so cool. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. It really, it really was. It really, was.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, I, I think one of the things I love the most about the universe is the sheer <laughs> absurdity of everybody. It's like everybody's kind of in on the joke. A little bit. Like, obviously, Eddie talking to himself, walking down the sidewalk, is
1: weird. Obviously, these things that
0: happen to him are weird. But at the yeah. same time, everyone just sort of, like, lets it happen.
1: Yeah. Like, it's not, like, a big... or not It doesn't... It's never, like, a big deal. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I also have to say, Stephen Graham as the police... The police detective. Milligan. He was great. And it was so funny to see him and Tom Hardy in this movie. Because, you know, the other time I've seen them was in the show that Tom Hardy wrote that's based Taboo. in... Taboo. Yeah. So they're both in that. and They're like
0: very good friends.
1: They are. Yeah. yeah. And so it was really funny to see them in like, in Taboo, Tom Hardy's character is kind of like the one running the show and like the one kind of giving orders. And so it was funny to see uh, <laughs> Stephen Graham be the one who's kind of like, you know, giving him orders and telling him kind of what to do. So I thought that was, it was good. And you know, Stephen Graham is a great actor, so it was kind of nice to have him in the movie as well. Mulligan.
0: <laughs> Isn't that what you said? I said Milligan. Oh, Like a big okay. dummy. <laughs> well, and what's nice and like obviously we can talk about this when we talk about what we think will come in Venom 3. He is also the host of a symbiote in the comics.
1: Yeah it kind of seemed like that at the end his eyes were doing something kind of funny and um I wasn't sure like how did that happen though.
0: Yeah so my thought process here is like okay so (sighs) obviously carnage is created when cletus bites eddie so right. there's something about ingesting the blood of a symbiote right that it gets like warped and i right. think that's why venom was so scared because he's like holy shit he's a red one which means he is feral as fuck like yeah crazy right when they finally beat carnage mulligan is like kind of half dead on the side of the building Yeah, I think when he kind of gets, like, beat up and ingested, some part of Carnage goes into Mulligan.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. The teeny
0: tiniest bit.
1: Yeah, because I was confused, like, and, you know, the movie is very dark. That's one of the things that I found (laughs) I didn't actually like about the movie is that it's, like, just lit very, very dark. I felt like I was watching the last season of Game of Thrones. Like, it was... Just real dark. Could not see what was going on. But yeah, maybe that's, maybe that is it. Because I thought, I was like, oh, that's kind of, like, what?
0: Yeah, in the comics, his symbiote is called Toxin. Oh,
1: yeah, it was blue. His eyes were blue, like flickering kind of bluey colors.
0: Yeah, I, I'll be curious to see what happens. Yeah. To talk about some of the more outlandish stuff yeah every fight scene with carnage was incredible yeah it was really good the prison break amazing yep the like weird helicopter fight when cletus and uh shriek are in the car oh yeah 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 carnage is like holding it
1: up in the air (laughs) yeah I mean... And then that last scene where it's, like, the clock is going, so it's, like, some of the time it's carnage and venom, and then it, like, they, like, as the clock strikes, it's, like, you can use... They transform back into Cletus and Eddie and then back out, and it was very well done. Very, very well done.
0: And I think what I loved about it was that, like... You can see that Brock, uh, that Eddie and Venom are pretty much lockstep with each other. Like whether it's him or whether it's that, like yeah. they're very much in sync. And that's when you start to realize that Cletus and Carnage are not in sync at all. Yeah. And it's like that's the moment when they realize that they can beat them. Yes. Yeah. Which is nice. You know, that was a really yeah. fun way. I like that. that.
1: Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah, that was really good.
0: I mean, it it was a, a completely absurd. But it leaned into it and, like, knew that it was absurd. It did and knew it was campy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like, you know, there's a lot of superhero movies happening these days. And, like, some take the super dark and gritty approach. And some take the, like, super whitewashed, (sighs) like, nothing, uh, no cursing, no sex, no tension at all kind of approach. But I like that that Venom at least is sort of in the middle. And that it's... it knows it's a comic book yeah it just knows it's a comic book and it like is having fun with that
1: yeah I think that's all I want you know you're absolutely right because it felt like a comic it felt yeah. like some things are super over the top and some things are like this would not happen you know but like <laughs> we just went with it because like that's kind of like the whole the whole world building of like the first movie and this movie and like Everything is just, like, it kind of just, like, lends itself to that. So, yeah, you're right. It was super campy, but, like, great. Yeah. Yeah. It was... (sighs) I can't wait for Venom 3. Like, that's (laughs) basically how I feel. Yeah, or when, uh, if we'll see him before Venom 3, actually.
0: I know. I know. Should we talk about the end credits? Yes. Definitely. Because I'm trying to figure it out in the timeline of it all. Like... Clearly, when Venom was like, I'm going to show you the secrets of the universe, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at that exact moment, they moved to a different universe.
1: Yes. Right? Now, do you want me to tell you what I read? Or do you... Like, I don't know that this is actually... I read something and I don't know if this is an actual thing or this is like someone thinking this is what happened, but... In the next Spider-Man movie, it's with Doctor Strange, I think. Yeah. And something about Doctor Strange does something and he screws something up or he does something. I don't know. And it like shifts and he ends up like pulling Eddie and Venom to a different world. So
0: Spider-Man No Way Home is rumored to sort of be the live action multiverse spider-man movie oh, there are rumors okay. that we are going to see toby Maguire and andrew garfield and the green goblin oh. and doc ock and like all of the craziness from the sam raimi films wow and the um andrew garfield films and like it's all gonna be brought together so oh,
1: james Franco will have a job oh my god i fucking hope not <laughs> just said it to get you going <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're bringing his daddy back but i don't think they're bringing him back yeah yeah but which i think you're right i think likely because of the connection to spider man that's where the universe jump is happening but mm-hmm. if you remember in loki all of those multiverses also sort
1: of come to fruition so i'm just oh I, and i'm curious, curious. Tom Hardy and Tom Hiddleston, I think, are friends. So it would be interesting if he shows up in, like, season two of Loki. Yeah, like, the whole thing is sort of interesting. And, like,
0: you know, Sony and Marvel have a pretty nice, um... Well, I wouldn't say it's nice. I don't know who really wins in that partnership. Um, (laughs) But they do have this understanding that, like, they're going to share Spider-Man and some of those those characters. So so I'll be curious to see if Tom Hardy enters the MCU in that way. Or, because I'm pretty sure No Way Home is the end of Tom Holland's, like, contract. Oh, is it? If he might show up in Venom 3. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's all a little messy, but I... Yeah, because this is
1: technically, like, phase four mm -hmm. of the Marvel stuff, so yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens from there, but I really love the idea that, just to go back to that last scene, that Eddie and Venom are just, like, chilling in Hawaii somewhere or, like, some on some tropical island, just, like, living out their days, you know. Watching telenovelas. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Clearly
0: not fighting any crime, but totally understanding, like, all of the telenovelas happening on TV.
1: Right, exactly. And, like, Venom didn't seem like he wanted to eat anyone, so. It was, like, a very
0: chill experience.
1: Yeah, it was pretty funny. I liked it. And when he tells Eddie that he loves him, it was just, like, The sigh of, like, a hundred million fans on Tumblr could be heard across the world. If you go on Tumblr, all it is, is, like, really great, wonderful drawings, like, of just Brock and Eddie, like, just, like, being in love. (laughs) It's just, like, it's the weirdest experience. I was literally looking for screen caps to, like, make social media posts, and all I could find was just, like, hundreds of... Like, drawings and cartoons and, like, I was like, what's happening right now?
0: It's a huge ship. It is truly something. It really is. (laughs) Yeah. It's a
1: lot, (laughs) but okay.
0: Uh, I, I, you know what, man? Whatever.
1: I know. It was, like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that this movie gave them what they clearly wanted and desired. So... (laughs)
0: I I gotta agree with you. I have to agree with you. Now, because of the end credit scene and like regardless of how he interacts with, you know, Peter Parker, whatever, did we lose everyone who existed in the current universe?
1: Oh. Yeah, that's I my one thing.
0: Because obviously we see that yeah. Mulligan has the symbiote, and like we don't know what happened to Anne and Dan. Hopefully they escaped <laughs> where they needed Dan. to be. Yeah, he's like clearly somewhere new. So like, did we yeah. lose all of the characterizations of his friends? Are mm. is Anne gonna be single in this universe? Like,
1: oh, you never know. That would be interesting. Yeah, be interesting. I'm,
0: I'm I'm curious. And I I think it's already done wicked well in the like box office, so I think we're we're more than likely going to get a final like installment in the yeah, trilogy.
1: For sure, I think so. And I think I think it's done pretty well despite like, you know, coming out in like COVID times. I think it broke a box office record yeah i think it's done like extremely well so yeah i good mean for, good for tom like we said people are not monster lovers what can we say <laughs> i love that we keep saying monster lover hey no look what can i say so daria do we have any further thoughts or is that it i feel like i feel like those are my thoughts I
0: think those are my thoughts, too. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was incredibly stupid and absurd and hilarious. And uh, it's going to be a holiday favorite for years to come, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Is there anything that you can't stop thinking about this?
0: You know what I can't stop thinking about? Bo and Yang. I cannot stop thinking about Bo and Yang. I hate SNL. I'm just going to put it out there. I do not find Saturday Night Live enjoyable by any means. (laughs) I think it's kind of tired. But if everyone on the show was as funny as Bo and Yang, it yeah. would be my, my favorite thing to watch. Yeah. He did an incredible skit on Weekend Update playing an openly gay Oompa Loompa talking about <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's
1: Twonka, <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh my God.
0: We will definitely link it in the notes because it's so funny. But he just is a bright beautiful, just joyful person to watch. I can't stop thinking about it. And then I went through a whole variety, like a whole playlist of his videos on SNL and he plays the like iceberg that hit the Titanic. I mean, I just cannot.
1: Yeah, he's great.
0: I love him so much.
1: He is. He's very, it's like a breath of fresh air. So
0: that's, I I keep playing the Twonka video in my, it's just so good.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. What about you? Well, I think what I'm thinking about is that next week we are doing Practical Magic. And I am so excited. So excited. (laughs) I have loved this movie and this book for so long. Decades. Like, legitimately decades. (laughs) Like, legitimately decades. Like, maybe almost three decades. (laughs) Because, you know, okay, it came out in 1998. (laughs) So, I was nine. Yeah. So but yeah, the book. The book came out longer, way before that.
0: The book came out in ninety five.
1: Yeah. Hey, I was not. I was not too far off. I said almost three decades. <laughs> I was not too far off. Um, I did not read the book in nineteen ninety five. I read the book after I saw the movie. Same. Nineteen ninety eight. But I have loved it so much. It has like I don't know. I don't even know how it it has imprinted on my personality in ways that like I can't even describe
0: oh for sure
1: you know uh (laughs) I would to this day still love to own a shop like she owns in that movie (laughs) you know what I mean
0: big time goal yeah right
1: yeah so I just can't like I'm so excited to talk about it it's gonna be so fun I'm gonna be watching it this weekend with some of my girlfriends so I'm very excited for that. So it'll be fresh in my mind when we talk about it next week. Yes.
0: it It is also a holiday favorite of mine. I think I yeah. watch it every fall. Though I just watch it whenever it's on, to, to be right. completely honest. Like I can yeah, watch yeah. it every day. But yeah, for those of you listening, next week in in honor of Halloween yes we are going to be doing practical magic and we're both very excited and i think a lot of you guys are excited too
1: yeah i we had some like a lot of people were commenting on our post that we were doing practical magic so we're super glad that you guys are into it we hope you guys watch it this weekend as well yeah get ready to hear us talk about it and then send us all your thoughts if you want us to talk about them on the podcast just send them to us by the end of this weekend um, and we'll make yeah. sure to include them in uh, our upcoming episode.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Daria, where can they find us?
0: All right, guys. You can find us at hotelvicarious.com. You can email us at hotelvicarious at gmail.com. And you can find us on social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Hotel
1: Vicarious. Well, have a wonderful week, everyone. We'll see you next week. This is Hotel Vicarious. Thanks for checking in. And we hope you enjoyed your stay.